No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, let's leave it. 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 But just, are we? No, just enable the to for me to be able to share the audio for right now from when we play the song. I thought you were like, it was super important that I had to shut the episode down right now. No, we're rolling already. So, man, been rolling. going back to another. <laughs> ah, like an inch pre-roll, preload. <laughs> Damn, you got some energy. We just woke up from a nap, so you got some energy right now. It's not gonna last, but it will last through the pod. I promise. You're gonna, you're gonna go take another nap as soon as we're done recording. Bro, no, no, no. How many times have you seen me like? I'm just dead on the inside when we're recording. Like, it's been a few episodes. Right? I feel like it's been every episode. Oh, bro. Yeah, no, this one's a little... I feel different. like this even, like, dates back... No, I feel like this even dates back to, to hey, it happens. Like, it's... it's... Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. If it's not, like, recorded on a Saturday, I will be dead on the inside. Because I, I haven't napped, because I've been up since 6 o'clock, and I've been moving nonstop, had probably one meal. Yeah, but today I'm good. I had like that. What it was like an hour and a half nap, give or take, maybe two. It it was yeah. It was like an hour, an hour and something. It was, it was like a good nap that. for you. Yeah, bro. Oof, yeah. Bro. I mean, we're we're back though. For oh, those yeah. listening, we're back we're for back. episode. Four. What episode is this? Oh, you can't episode see four. That's right. All right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Episode episode four. <laughs> um, we took a bit. Well, you guys won't notice it when we upload these, but we took like a week hiatus because um, we actually went on vacation. Mm-hmm. We um, we went we were over there in Oklahoma in Kingston, the su- southernmost part of Oklahoma, which is border with Texas. We went fishing. We hit the casino and we were just hanging out with the boys just away from the city. And boy, was it away from the city. But <laughs> yeah, just um, <clears throat> just hanging out there. Just the boys, man, just hanging out. And the song that we're doing today, actually, um, it was it was in the pool of of the songs that were there. So I'm actually going to look up at the pool because I still have it saved. Just just because I want to show everyone what what our options were. Um, we had Brockhampton, San Marcos. We had jukebox hero uh foreigner we had staves a day by sticky fingers we had ripple by the grateful dead we had down in a hole by alice in chains you know who put that one in there <laughs> we had wheels by foo fighters we had I, I i threw in a spanish one lobo hombre in paris which stands for wolfman in paris by la union we had ain't it fun by paramore and we had i was made for loving you by kiss and I was made for loving you got chosen. And that is so I, I don't know if it's ironic or if it's just funny, but we actually listened to that song while we were on vacation. We were on our way to the casino. That song came up. I, I was like, I, I was already um I had already pre-gamed a little bit at the house. And I was just singing like every song that came up. Andy had Andy's one of our homies. Uh, he was a pilot. And he was a, had his song on on the ox. He he was just playing like some some good rock shit, bro. And then all of a sudden, I was made for loving you comes up, and we all just started jamming to it. And then the whole time, it was just stuck into our heads. The chorus. We we're at the casino, and we kept like singing it around. And then 
I ended up getting a, a little bit drunk and we kept singing it and Understood. that was it. You gone. <laughs> we're not gonna get into we're not we're, gonna get we're into not, that. But I just want everyone to know that's an understatement. Anyways. Back to anyways. <laughs> back to back to kiss. That's the song that got chosen from the pool. Um the pool is actually just on a wheel of names. And I just spin it once and whatever song is chosen, that's the one we do for the week. So that's the one we did for this week. Uh, Kiss, I Was Made for Loving You. Uh, really quick, I guess we should just jump into it, right? Right. Right? I do want to say it's a classic. It's a staple of uh, 70s, late 70s, early 80s rock. I mentioned this before we started recording. But what I'm actually tired from this song is the chorus part. Hmm. I don't mind the verses. And I guess before I start into the facts, I do want to say I like the the beat of the song. That I I really like that beat. It kind of feels like a little bit of like a disco beat, I would say, even yeah. with the bass lines. As soon as it kicks into the chorus, maybe it's because I've been overplaying it so much. And also the fact that I'm not a big fan of Kiss, but I grew tired of it. I retired of the song so quickly just because I was okay. replaying it so much. <laughs> That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, some, some quick facts real quick. It, it is the band's second gold single, which sold over 1 million copies. This is via Genius, the Genius website. It was released in May of 1979. So, again, late 70s, early 80s. I do firmly believe it's a classic it's a staple of that era even though i'm not a fan of so you know before we start i guess deep diving into the lyrics or and the rest of the song like what do you want to say about it although you said it's a staple i hadn't heard of it until andy played it in the car on the way to oklahoma which i mean the only song i know from kiss which I'd assume, correct me if I'm wrong, might have been their first uh, whatever it was. You said this was the second what? Like platinum something? Their gold single, which gold so, single? which means that it sold over a million copies. Yeah. Cool. So the first one I'd assume would be Rock and Roll All Night or just, yeah, that one. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know because I'm okay. not a Kiss fan. Okay. Well, that's the only <laughs> but I I, I I would also assume that because, because yes, bro, I only know three songs from Kiss. I want to, I want to rock and roll all night. I know that one because of Guitar Hero. Yes. And then I know uh, Detroit Rock City from Mall Cop, Paul Blart Mall Cop. It's the one he's playing on Rock Band while like they're taking over the mall. I think that's a, like, it's, it's a funny movie. I like watching that movie, but that whole sequence of him like just jamming out, not knowing what's going on behind him. I think that's such a good sequence in a movie, and I I thoroughly enjoy it. And then he's over here like getting high on a Saturday night, but meanwhile, like the bad guys are taking over the mall and everything. So that's the other Kiss song I know, and then of course this one. But that's it. Those are the only Kiss songs I know. Mm-hmm. I maybe I'm a little bit biased, but I don't like Kiss. I don't like their, I don't like their music. I don't like their aesthetic. And it's not to say I don't like music from that era. And I'll get to that later, but. Just to clarify real quick, I don't like Kiss. I'm not That's a fan. Okay. I like Kiss for their theatrics with their um, whole makeup. I love that. It's It brings out the performer in them. 
And like I said, I only know that song because we listened to it uh, on the way to Oklahoma. It was a good vibe. I'll get to like what that song, not what that song makes me feel, but what it kind of reminds me of. Like, I know we've been kind of putting or comparing these songs to like movie scenes sometimes. Uh, This one not reminds me of, of a specific movie scene, but I can see like, like a movie this song could come out in, you know? Yeah, we could, we can definitely like, you can definitely mention that if you want to mention it. Yeah, so um, just like it, with that other song we heard that we started making a movie out of, movie oh coming soon. Yeah, yeah, we have. Dude, maybe we should. Maybe we shouldn't even do a. Maybe no. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't even do a pool for the next episode since it's since it's the fifth episode, and we should deep dive that song. What do you think? I I'm down for it, and then we explain. No, we shouldn't explain our script. Nah, maybe we should. I don't know. I don't know because what if someone takes it? Well, we'll figure it out. But yeah. okay, but. Back to I was made for loving you. Let's not get too yeah. carried off. Go for it, bro. Start it off. Um, Where are we starting at the do 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 do? Well, uh, another couple of quick facts that I have written down that I just took off of Wikipedia. Just super simple things that I found interesting. I don't know how believable they are because again, it's it's wiki. It's okay, but it's it says source. that. Yeah, very reliable. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Peter Chris, which is the drummer that comes out in the on the on the music video and in the album cover, he actually didn't play drums for the track. For most of this album, it was uh, another drummer by the name of Anton Fig, which took his place because Poncia. I don't know who Poncia is. Someone deemed that. Peter Chris was just unfit to play for whatever reason. But he still comes out on the album cover and on the music video. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Like interesting. And then also the whole music video. Um it was filmed in the Savannah Civic Center after a show was canceled. Like a show was canceled and they were like, hey, like we're here, like let's let's film a music video. And that's that's where they did it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> it's also kind of like, well, you know, it's already here, so yeah, why not? Might as well. Yeah. No, I, man, I know a lot of people that wouldn't, and I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, okay, sweet, time to fucking nap or something. I mean, these dudes must have been like on tour and like back to back, uh, show after show. Like, I would have taken the time to kind of just. Kick yeah. It. Well, I also we also don't know why the show might have been canceled. Like, it might have been, for, for you know, for whatever reason. Right. Um, maybe they just had free time, and they were like, "Well, you know, we have this idea for the music video. Let's get it done." Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, again, before we get to the lyrics, I want to talk a little bit about the the instrumentals in the track. I love that beat. The, I the do like that film. beat. I love. Yeah. yeah. Just like the constant. Just it's also like a pretty like like a pretty quick beat. Yeah, it's a, from what I from what I I was looking up the chord the chords and like the tabs for the guitar and for the bass as well. It the guitar was a little bit more complicated than the bass, but because I really like that bass line, Gene Simmons, you know, is always rocking it on the bass. Uh, but I did find out that the song is at 128 beats per minute, which is pretty pretty up there. 
Yeah, that's uh in in music. Well, 120 BPM is like a march tempo. What what they use for like uh, like to go to war and stuff like that in marches and classical literature. So it's it's kind of at a quicker pace, which yeah, is what this is really. It's moving mm-hmm. forward for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, just the beat itself, I like it. Even the, the guitar parts, the guitar solos, I like them as well. Um, the verses, I don't have a problem with the verses the way that Paul Stanley delivers them. What I what I don't like is the chorus. You know, even the beginning, like when it starts, and then he's like, mm, yeah, I I love that. I like that. I like because it's um. I feel like it's just like his, not his natural voice, but it's just his voice just, you know, coming out there. He's actually like exerting that. Yeah. Then when it, once it gets to the chorus, which is like, I was made for loving you. I don't like those high, I mean, pitches or whatever it's actually called. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not musically trained, so I don't know the actual terminology for it, but I don't like that, that style of singing. Hmm. That's what I want to say. I don't know if you want to add a little more to the, to, uh, to that what's funny is that i think this entire episode we're just gonna be complete opposites because that's the only part i kind of like and that stuck to me i can't repeat a single um verse that they throw out i don't know what words they use all i know is that that main chorus that's it because it, it sticks out so much it, it like it yeah, it just sticks. I was made for love you, baby. And I think because of that, that's part of the reason this uh this song drives it forward. The instrumentation sets it up, but the lyrics push it even further. Like we're going somewhere, and I'm I'll I'll tell you later once we start uh reading into the lyrics where we're going. Wink, wink. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh. Oh God. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh uh, Lord. Um, yes, Lord. <laughs> okay i we probably will be opposites um as far as the verses go well, i mean i don't know the song by memory but i have the lyrics here and the way he delivers those verses just like tonight i want to give it all to you i i don't mind that like his like kind of like lower tone or i guess a little bit more calm and i would say mm-hmm. you know darker delivery that's the best way I can explain it. I don't uh, mind yeah, that. I like I, that. I it's when he gets it, like, to the chorus. Hiding in the background, not lurking. It lurking yeah. in the sense, like kind of in the shadows. It's kind of like yeah. yeah. And I, then I, once I, he gets to the chorus, like boom, spotlight, flashing lights. Yes. Typical kiss fashion. Like Yeah, like kind of almost like a diva moment there. Do you want to read that entire paragraph real quick? The the that chunk? Well, sure. Let's let's kick it right into the lyrics. Um, first off, he says, mm, "Yeah," which I mean, it's just mm. um, I didn't write anything for that, but that's those are the first words he says. And then the uh, first half of the first verse says, "Tonight, I want to give it all to you. In the darkness, there's so much I want to do, and tonight, I want to lay it at your feet." what i wrote down for that and this is see when i was first listening to it i also wasn't paying attention to the verses it was just the chorus and even the title of the song but dude like 
I, once I started reading into it and listening more to it, I, this is this is very sexual. Yes, bro. That's where we're going. He's he's driving it forward. He's going to bed with someone. That's the wink wink I was nudging at earlier. Like, yeah, it's very sexual. This entire song is very sexual. And like you said, it didn't hit until I started reading the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> yes, bro. Because because the title, like, I mean, the title is I was made for loving you. And that's what he repeats on the chorus. But loving, I'm sure, like, I think it, it means making love. Not so much loving as the emotion, but right. the like oh, the sexual bro, you attraction know, I, towards I'd love someone. you, like, as a friend type of deal. Or, you know, you love a family member. This isn't the case. And I think uh, the first time I want to say I listened to it or maybe we listened to it, we didn't think too much of that word, the, the word love. Like, oh, you know, you love one another, this and that. But no, he means, like, in in a sexual sense like a hundred percent i gotta agree yeah making love mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean right after that he says because girl i was made for you and girl you were made for me i mean this i i do think it's just i mean he's straight up about it but i i think it just means that both of them know that there's a mutual attraction like where he says, I was made for you. Like, he's obviously physically attracted to her. And where he says, and you were made for me. It's kind of like him knowing that, like, and I know you're like, you also want a piece of this. So, right. you know, we're, we're both we're both in this on the same page. Yeah. We just, we got to go there. Yeah. Anything else you want to add for the first verse? No, man, that, that's really about it. He's just setting up, uh, setting it up really for i mean he's hinting at it and like you said he was being straightforward and like he's just making sure they're on the same page and then boom they're gonna get to it yeah damn who, who who's getting texts right now my mom's calling me <laughs> uh sorry mom we're, we're on air yeah sorry mom <laughs> all right and then Right after that, it jumps to the chorus, which we hear maybe like four or five times throughout the whole song. Mm-hmm. It reads, wait, am I in the right one? Oh, yeah, I am in the right one. It says, I was made for loving you, baby. You were made for loving me. And I can't get enough of you, baby. Can you get enough of me? Tell yeah, me that, 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 I mean, obviously he sings it. It, so, it sounds, once you start reading it, like you, you start, you know, deep diving to more of it um i think it's the same thing bro it's just suggesting that they're both mutually attracted to each other but i think this is where he says um like where he says loving it's again symbolizing physical attraction not the emotion you know right not like that not that feeling of like oh i i I love this person like it's love no like this is like i'm making love yeah and i'll take it even a step further and i think this is uh him in the act I'll just put it that way. Like this okay. is potentially something uh, he's saying like during the act. Wow. Okay, you're yeah. going there. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't yeah. think it was going there, but sure. No, really, because like uh, this dude, uh, I'll I'll just kind of say it the way like it's coming to my mind. I won't be careful and tiptoeing around it. This dude is obviously horny, and I think like. I strongly believe that that this is a part where they get it on. And then as, as it progresses, you know, you just kind of hear him. Um, 
what's the word? Kind of just uh, do the same thing the first uh, verse did. Like he he's talking to her, he's trying to make his moves, this and that, and then boom, they get to it. I think that's really just the rock star style that they lived in back in the day. That's a good point. I didn't. It crossed my mind to think of the like the era, like I guess that uh that lifestyle that they had. Right, because it was nothing but like, yeah, you know, the common thing of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and like a bunch of people were writing about sex because it sells. It really does. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, yeah. I didn't think of it just because I don't like that. <sighs> right. I don't like, like that no, ju- like, just type say of it, music. Like, um, you said, because I, uh, I think it was last week or the last episode or two episodes ago, you were telling I, me. I probably like, said on every podcast, bro. <laughs> maybe, but like, I remember <laughs> it sticking to me when you're like, oh, I'm not a big fan of Motley Crue and I was like, how come? And then you're like, I don't like that era. And I'm just curious, like, I'd love for you to explain it right now, just so everyone like kind of knows what's up. I actually like, you know what? It's funny you're bringing that up because I wrote I wrote notes on that, which I'm going to give afterwards, okay. which I touch a little bit more on, on, on what I like and what I don't like. And it includes, again, me liking the 90s and the alternative side and the grunge era and that, you know, post glam rock, post glam metal type. We'll get to that later. Sounds good. But maybe maybe that's why I it didn't come to mind like that lifestyle because it's not the type of music that I resonate with and it's not the type of music that I listen to. Right. But I understand that it was part of it. Like, yeah, dude, like partying hard, like girls, girls, girls. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Back back to the chorus of the song. Yeah, I think you put it perfectly. Horniness. And I have I have that written down in my notes just not for this part of the, of the lyrics what i have written down is you know um like i said it's it's a mutual attraction but in this case loving just means like sex like the the act of coitus if you will yes and um when he says can't get enough like it's just me he's in fat infatuated and sexually attracted where he says can you get enough of me he's asking like oh like do you feel the same way you know like like i'm, I'm here like I'm having a great time. I don't want this to stop. But how about you? Like, Yeah, he's being very considerate. <laughs> That's kind of the way I see it. Yeah, which is a good thing. Very good thing. Uh, yeah, we get to the second verse, which says, Tonight, I want to see it in your eyes. Feel the magic. There's something that drives me wild. And tonight, we're going to make it all come true. And that's the first part of it. And then for this, same thing, bro. It's the same attraction. Um, I like that uh, see it in your eyes line. Mm-hmm. Because that is something that is a little bit true. And I think it was Michael Jackson that said that um, when you look into a person's eyes, it's like seeing into their soul. And that's the reason why he wore sunglasses a lot. Cause he didn't like for people to look into his eyes. Wow. I, I didn't know that, but that makes sense. I could be completely wrong. I, yeah. I, don't, <gasps> yeah. Don't take me a hundred percent serious. I could be completely wrong, but I, I feel like I heard this somewhere and I, I feel like it was Michael Jackson. Cause there is a video of where they're interview 
no um i think he's performing or something and he says something about oh i promised i would take my sunglasses off and then he does but he gets like a little bit like embarrassed or shy and it's because he didn't like showing his eyes at some point so he wore sunglasses when he performed or most of the time um but yeah i i think that eyes line is you can tell a lot from a person's facial expressions you know when part of the facial expressions are their eyes bro like so in that line like it's like he just wants to see that um what's the word he just wants to see i guess that explicitly that she's enjoying it as much as he is right he really draws a picture there and like he Mm -hmm. he uses a bunch of words that that yeah that draw the scene that they make you envision what's going on, like eye to eye stuff like that. I'm, I mean, it doesn't have to be about sex, but like we've seen or we've been in uh, situations where we see people eye to eye, and like you can tell a lot from that just by eye contact. Really, like it tells a whole different story a majority of the time. Yeah, in in different scenarios and different situations, same thing. The eyes and your facial expressions say a lot. <laughs> right. That's why a poker face. Well, just that term, poker phase, it comes from playing poker. Like, whether you're bluffing or not, your facial expression says a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know poker now because I went to the casino, so yeah, I can talk yeah. about it. <laughs> Even though I didn't play cards. <laughs> no, I don't want to play cards. Anyway. Next time. Anyways. Yeah, I think that's what the, the eyes line means. And then, again, where he says, feel the magic. There's something that drives me wild. That's where I wrote horniness. Like, something that drives me wild like obviously like just sexual attraction like he's just it's horny o'clock for him yeah that's some that's just something uh so in the 80s that just says wow i'm horny without saying that explicitly yeah i did you drive me wild yeah <laughs> you drive me so crazy yeah yeah oh well, i i would well there's a song by orville peck that i really like well i mean i like all the songs but there's one that he wrote called drives drive me crazy but it's a different meaning than the one we're reading here. Right. And, and you know, like I said, this is like such an 80s thing. Oral Peck is very... How recent is he? He's pretty recent, like past yeah. couple years. Past few years, actually. Yeah, so, yeah, time times change. Like, nobody say, says that anymore. Like, we don't say that in our conversations yeah. with the boys. Yeah, like, yeah, no. no oh, hell bro, no. This, this girl drives me so crazy. Like, no, we don't say that. But but it but it also it also depends on the context, bro. Like, um, because I'm I I pre- like if I mention that about a girl, like I'm 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 gonna say it in two different ways, right? Like, bro, like this girl, she drives me crazy, right? Like, right? Like you can yeah. see, right? And even from my facial expressions, the listeners can't see, but goes back to the eyes. You can see from my facial expression. But what if I say it like like this, bro? This girl, she drives me crazy. Yeah that's kind of like yeah no like she is crazy like like she's making me lose my mind just because so it, it depends on the context and in this context it just means he's horny bro my boy is yeah. my boy just wants some action my boy paul just wants some action <laughs> yeah yeah and then we're gonna make it all come true that's just the i i feel like the mutual sexual tension that has been there between them like like maybe like you know they've interacted before but they haven't done the full the full act and like now it's time like 
yeah, it's mm-hmm. finally going to come true. Like, we're both obviously, you know, attracted to each other. Now it's time to do the dance with no pants. And, yeah, that, that leads us straight into the chorus again. Like, yeah. They, they get yeah. Well, 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 before the chorus, he just repeats again. Because, girl, you were made for me. And, girl, I was made for you. Like, same thing. Like, Yeah. And then, boom, action. Boom. Chorus again chorus again and then there's a little bit break in the music and then it, this isn't the chorus but he just keeps saying "Ooh, can't get enough i can't get enough where he's like "Ooh, can't get enough i can't get enough so again like just same thing like this man's just it's just horny bro like it's and that's yeah. it like it just keeps going the chorus again and then oh i was made you were made i can't get enough and no, i can't get enough chorus again and then it and then it ends same way can't get enough of you baby can you get enough of me mm-hmm. super simple super repetitive obviously but um it's actually li- it sounds more repetitive when we're reading the lyrics but when right. you actually listen to the song like the second part of it there's breaks in the music and yeah. even though he says a chorus again like there's solos in between there's arrangements in between that break it up a little bit and it doesn't seem as repetitive but of course, listening to the song like five times back to back to back, you're going to get tired of it, just like I did. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to the whole, uh, there's breaks in between. Those kind of make you not realize that this chorus is repeated so many times because like it shifts. It takes so many different turns. Like I didn't realize how many times it had it. I thought it was only like three times they repeated it, but no. No. This- I do want to say it's a, it's a, it's a, it's catchy bro like it pulls you in um and that's that's a you know because it has some disco characteristics and that's a characteristic of disco music like it pulls you in like you want to you want to move around bro like you might not pay attention to what they're saying but it's just the beat might be nice so you just want to dance a little bit like you want to which i've done yeah which we which we did like we didn't know what the verses were saying yeah no we didn't but like that that heavy baseline that just keeps it driving and oddly enough this will be one of the first songs i jam to when i get home on my new uh vinyl player that izzy gifted me shout out izzy oh oh you're shouting yeah. on the pot nice yeah yeah bro yeah. i love that i i blast it every time i i get home i yeah send, send, send me a picture like later of how you have it set up oh it's not in a good spot but like really oh it's because you said yeah it's because i post it yeah i I rearranged the room and there's not a place where i can plug it in where it's like comfy yet i need to buy an extension Mm, so yeah it's in the works don't worry about it don't worry bro i got but but you're putting it to use i know you're putting it to use and i know you every day actually i am good bro good Mm -hmm. post a picture and tag me in it and then i'll i'll share it on the Real quick, real quick intermission. The Instagram page is up. Let's go. Let's go. Dubs only <laughs> at, right here. At two beats in a pod. That's at T-W-O-B-E-A-T-S-I-N-A-P-O-D. Two beats in a pod. All together. Um, yeah, man. The Instagram page is up. That's where you're going to be able to follow along to what the episodes are doing in case we ever do any polls, any, you know, uh, listener interactions. Maybe in the future, once we get a little bit bigger, we're going to do some giveaways. I have ideas of doing giveaways because that's also a way to grow your page. But, you know, just a way to give back to the people that, you know, will listen to this once all of these episodes go live, um, keeping it music related. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Instagram page is finally up at two beats in a pod. Yeah. But but yeah, man. Um, damn, we get we get carried away so easily. I get distracted so easily, bro. Me too. Yeah, the song itself, it's catchy. It it pulls you in, and you you makes you want to move around. Which which we do. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. do. It's uh, I put it on like a party playlist if I'm being honest. Definitely. But yeah. never put it on repeat because. Uh, oh, I mean that's that's. I don't I don't want to listen to this for like another month if I'm being honest. After that's a, <laughs> yeah. That's a golden rule of like party playlists. Like, don't have repeated songs, and you also gotta be careful where you play the song. You can't you can't play a banger too early because not everyone's oh, there yet. Yeah. We also can't play it too late because then people are gone. Like, you gotta like you gotta organize that stuff, bro. Like, it's yeah. it's a it's a whole thing. Just party playlist and being on the ox. Like, I'm telling you, man. No, like being on the ox is not an easy job, but it's not. Man, you gotta have a plan. You gotta time stuff right. You get, you just gotta know when to bop and when to just kick back, let everyone talk, let everyone grab a drink, all that good stuff. Maybe we should do an episode on that. How to like? Maybe perfect, we should uh, do one, bro. Person, whether it's in yeah. the car or at the party. Mm, yeah, like a, like a deep dive into into ox rules and do's just and golden don'ts. golden yeah do's and don'ts of the ox. Yeah, like man, you that. gotta have a balance. You gotta have like some high up songs, but you can't have too many like golden songs back to back to back. You need you need to give people a break. You gotta have yeah. breaks in between them. Like you steal gotta... some jams, but let them go grab a drink, let them go talk a little bit, and then come back. Which and is come back enough, strong. Cause you can't uh you can't have like you said, you can't have all the bangers there. You gotta have you gotta have songs that people don't know so they can ignore. Yes. Which exactly. is like something I know. But you also I'd can't say. But you also can't have just like obscure songs because exactly. then people's gonna be like, "Oh, what's this?" Like, yeah, what's you'll it? play some Drizzy, like. No, yeah, and then once that song comes on, everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's the one! That's the one!" That's the one. Yeah, we'll yeah. do an episode on on Ox in the future because exactly. we gotta write some notes for that. That's that's gonna be a good one. Final thoughts about the song. Um, what do you want to say before I start on my rant? Because I'm gonna rant. That's okay, bro. Let me. Let me throw in a little bit of positivity in there before before you, I you know, like before I like smash this to the ground, spit yeah. on it, and we never talk about kiss again. <laughs> Which we most probably won't unless uh, we throw in that Paul Blard song. But I have no intentions of throwing no, uh, rock and roll night. But yeah, thank thank you, Kiss, for making a, a groovy song. This this is great. Oh, what I was saying in the beginning, like I would see this like in an '80s cops film like trade okay yeah and it'd be like is hernandez jared borrego as cops i was okay. made for loving you it, it's just i don't know i don't want to say it has that cheesy we have a mullet like it. we have that old school mullet that single the, mustache yeah with the navigators the aviators aviators my bad Avi- yeah those that that's exactly what i imagine yeah i could see that yeah, but that's all the love I'll give to the song. It was good while it lasted. Um, uh, go listen to it. It's good. Don't listen to it for too long. You will get bored of it, I promise. But it's a good vibe if you're in the shower, if you're on the road, 
if you're trying to just wash dishes just something to put in the background and it'll put you in a good mood it's like a new drug bro like you're gonna listen to it and if you end up liking it you're gonna consume too much of it really quick and then after a while you're just gonna feel horrible after it like you you're you're like i'm done i I need to let go right and granted kiss does have a lot of like cult fans out there like like old people but there's a reason why you actually don't see a lot of kiss fans and from that era bro like pink floyd like led zeppelin like the stones there's a reason why those bands are still listened to today because you know i'm gonna bash a little bit on kiss but they didn't really have like much of a fad going for them or much of a gimmick like it was just good music right you know kiss had that whole like image thing and yeah it's cool i mean it's it's fun but that gets old pretty quick bro like it's as we heard with this song, it's pretty simple. It's catchy, but I mean, it's it's pretty straight up. Like it's pretty simple. Pretty repetitive. Um, lyric wise, lyric wise, I'll give credit mm-hmm. where credit is due. Yeah. So, like I mentioned at the beginning, I quickly grew tired of this song. It's not a bad one, but I can't stand the chorus after listening to it for so many times. Um, like I said already, I'm not even a big fan of Kiss. I only I only ever listen to the Paul Blart one, Detroit Rock City, whenever it comes like on a playlist where I just have like old uh old rock songs. Again from that era. That's whenever I'll listen to Kiss. And it's just Detroit Rock City. Um and even then sometimes I usually skip it when I'm not in the mood. I have to really be like, yeah, sure, I'll go I'll give it a listen. And like um, I don't even I, I want to talk uh, about albums from this year because even though the song did hit gold. It had some pretty strong competition that year. Um, 1979 was a year full of disco. Like we saw uh, Michael Jackson release an album. We saw Earth, Wind, and Fire release an album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I actually read online. I don't know how true this is, but I read that supposedly Paul Stanley, he he felt that he could make a disco song just because those were the top hits in the radio at that time. That he felt like, hey, like I'm, I know I can do one, but mix it like to what we do. So that's why it has a little bit of a disco vibe. Mm-hmm. But from that era, I would much rather listen to something like Pink Floyd, Queen, Zeppelin, The Stones, bro. Um, examples of great albums from that year, and maybe you didn't know this, but Pink Floyd's The Wall actually also released that year. Love The Wall. Love it. I love the wall, bro. If we yeah, ever do a wall song, I think we should just do the entire album overview. The entire album? That's gonna be a long episode. That should be like our, our like, like our fiftieth episode. Yeah. It has to be a milestone for yeah. our episodes for us to do like that long of an episode. I love it. Yeah, man. Uh Pink Floyd released the wall. Uh the police release Regatta de Blanc, which is actually an album that I own on vinyl. Nice. Still with the original price sticker on it. Still with uh, the original wrappings and the original paperwork for it. So, yeah, I would much rather listen to that on repeat than Kiss. Uh, Joy Division's Unknown Pleasures, bro, which is safe to say is another like staple album for rock, um, UK rock especially. And the cover of uh, Unknown Pleasures has been seen all over it's it's kind of like a cult thing or maybe even like a 
how do you say it? It's such a popular thing now. Like just, I, I know I've sent it in the chat before. Um, I might be able to pull it up right now because I, I feel like you don't know what I'm talking about. Nope. I'm oblivious to a lot of things for the listeners. I haven't seen a lot of m- movies. I haven't listened to a lot of things, but I'm slowly but surely catching up. Yeah, so um, pleasures. There's a whole story behind this album cover, which I might share in another episode if we ever do a Joy Division one. So many interesting things. So I don't know if you can see it, but this. Yes, actually, it's in um made a playlist for me he sent it to me uh this was this cover album it was on there i just don't know what song i downloaded from them let me see if i can pull it up but yeah i've seen this before yes uh the song is called disorder yeah Yeah. perfect bro love me some joy division i I mean, I don't want to say that I put Edson on it, but I think I'm the one who brought it up. And maybe he had heard of it before, but I'm the one who brought this album album up and then we talked about it for a little while. Mm-hmm. So maybe I put him on it, maybe I didn't. I don't know. But yeah, from that same year as well. Um, Led Zeppelin also released their album titled In Through the Outdoor, which isn't my favorite Zeppelin album, but I do like the song called... Uh, Fool in the Rain. So another rain song. Another rain song, exactly. Bro, even ACDC released their Highway to Hell album on that year. So they were yeah. like that that year was stacked for yeah. they like, were up classic rock lot. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so many singles from that year, bro, and yet Kiss just doesn't stick with me. Like oh, so you know what other song I think came out that year? The Devil Went to Georgia. <laughs> another guitar hero song but yeah, <laughs> i would much listen to that than like go back and listen to the song again to be fair regardless of what um rendition you hear of devil winds went down to georgia it it's good it's good whether it's the the metal version that's in guitar hero or if it's just yeah. a country one like they go hard. The fiddle player, bro, bro, they go hard on that shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, I think I just don't like Kiss for other reasons as well. And this is what I mentioned earlier, and I'm gonna talk about it right now. I don't like that whole aesthetic, and I am being biased because I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that in every past episode, and I'm gonna keep mentioning it. I like music from the 90s. For me, my favorite music era was that cultural shift where glam rock started to die, where hair metal started to die. And you had these bands from the Pacific Northwest emerging. You had Nirvana, you had Alice in Chains, you had Soundgarden, you had Pearl Jam. That era for me, that's my favorite. That's when, like you said, this rock star life of like, oh, like drugs, girls and sex it started dying down because these bands from the grunge era, labeled the grunge era, they, it was kind of like a counterculture to that. They started start talking about things that were much more deep about drugs, but in another way, as in substance abuse, as in 
you know, troubles with drugs, is in trouble with mental health, maybe childhood traumas, everything. Um, so that's the music that I start to relate to and that I always go back and I'm always like, oh man, I love this. And then that paved the way, you know, towards the alternative scene, like Smashing Pumpkins, like Stone Temple Pilots, like Queens of the Stone Age. It even like le- led the way towards Foo Fighters and mm-hmm. much of the alternative of the late 90s and early 2000s. Maybe that's why I am biased towards hair metal and towards this type of music, especially this type of aesthetic that, you know, Kiss has. Um, again, Kiss was way like before uh, Motley Crue, before Poison, before like Alice Cooper and things like that. But that's why I'm a little bit biased, bro. And yeah, when glam metal and crazy hair rock began to die and we got into the grunge and alternative shift in music, that's that's where I always go back to. So I'm biased towards raw emotional music or whatever you want to call it. Um, I always bring up Alice in Chains because Alice in Chains is probably one of my top three bands, bro. Like Alice in Chains with Lane Staley, um, unfortunately, after Lane died, because he succumbed to his, you know, substance abuse and he OD'd. Um, Jerry Cantrell, which is was the other guitarist, like he tried to continue the legacy and like we we're gonna try and keep doing what Lane stood for. But for me, just Lane's voice was it was Alice in Chains. That just like Nirvana was also Kurt after Kurt died, like Nirvana right. was done. Like same thing for me. Um yeah, bro, I always talk about <laughs> grunge in every episode. It's going to be a recurrent theme. And I'll try to talk about it so much. But with music, you always find something to compare it to. I mean, not just with music, with art as well. It's just natural to compare it to something else, you know, so you can try and make your point across. And for me, my point is that I don't like this type of music, the type of Kiss music. To me, like every everything I'm always mostly always going to compare it to that 90s era because that's the music that I truly like and that I always go back and that I can honestly never get tired of listening to so we did an episode on our on favorite albums on our other podcast on hey it happens you can look it up on mostly every streaming platform you did it on Logic's The Incredible True Story and I did it on Alice in Chains Jar of Flies and yeah man i actually found the jar of fly cd like not that long ago like you saw it when, when we came back from vacation i went to my local record shop and i found it used and i was like shit i gotta buy it so definitely yeah. a, a cop yeah definitely a cop oh we don't say cop no more though yeah no <laughs> yeah that's it man i mean I can kind of bash on the whole kiss scene. It's a it's a it's a good song. It's a catchy song. Um, it's a very sexual song. There's That's the conclusion. Kiss fan out there that hates you so much right now. Oh, bro, I don't care. Like, make I a podcast. Make I a know. podcast. I feel um, for them. For them. To 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 the kiss fan out there that wants to rip my head, this one, and he, he wants to, make, to maybe like bash me up against the wall. Go make a podcast. Go make a full episode explaining why Kiss is such a good band and send it to me so that I can ignore it and not listen to it. That, that, that's all I'm going to say. 
one, two. Yeah, this imaginary kiss fan. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's where we should. Yeah, I'm beefing getting... with like imaginary people. Yeah, people that don't <laughs> exist right now. No, no, they're, they're definitely out there, but they also probably. Yeah, don't but care. like at this moment, right now, in reality. Yeah, I mean, we should end it on a positive it. note. And it's subjective, bro. Music is subjective. What I like right. isn't what other people like, and that's fine. That's. We say it again almost every episode. I say it. That's the point of this podcast. This, this, this show is our opinions what i say isn't true it's what i believe but it doesn't have to be the same thing you believe and that's fine we don't gotta hate each other for it it's fine everyone has different views and different opinions this is just one opinion of millions of millions of opinions out there and the point of this show i'm gonna say it again is to purposely deep dive into these songs and critique them in any way we can that's it whether you like hip hop and rap, which I've actually been getting back into, so we might might put some hip hop songs up in the pool for the next episode. Or whether you like glam rock, or whether you like you know classical music like Mozart or something like that. Music is for everyone. Um, and yeah, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of it, bro. What I like doesn't have to be what you like, and that's fine. kind of positive yeah. right no that wasn't go outside get some sunlight there we go we, we should end it off on something there's no sunlight right now it's dark already uh, you don't know when they're listening to it why wasn't that positive bro literally like if someone listening out there like they shouldn't care what my that's opinion okay. is that's okay let's just drop it it's okay it's okay all right fuck this thing. cut the cut the episode we're done thanks so much for listening we'll catch you on the next episode Thank you.